You know, we're doing this show in a strange way. It's a casual conversation. We're covering multiple episodes at one time. Doesn't make it any worse. Raul Martinez with me. It's Drag Race Spain. Like I said at the top of the show, this is the RuPaul's Drag Race recap show for Drag Race España Season 1. We're doing multiple episodes today. We're doing Episode 2. We're doing Episode 3. We're doing Episode 4. Episode 2 was the La Veneno episode. Episode 3 yes, was, it was some... called Divas. Oh, Divas. Yeah, I have the names right here, actually. Yeah, because the, the main challenge was about the um, girl group. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and then uh, episode three was titled Mocatriz, which I'm sure you'll feel. Mocatriz. Yeah. And the next game, I think this, then <laughs> this one was Snatch Game, Snatch Game. And, uh, Correct. Yeah. And we're talking about episodes two, three, and four right now. And of course, we're here with Raul Martin. Hola, hola, hola. Hola, hola, hola. We're, I'm, I think we're all very excited to get your uh, hot Spanish take. On all of this, on, on uh, all the episodes, because, I yeah. will say, yeah, I will say, I like the cast. Yeah, I Uh-oh. like how the show is going. Uh huh. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't know if they. I mean, I love them. I think it's fun, but uh, overall, I, I wish I got more from them. You know what? It's funny that oh, like, my, for my example, first... yeah, the, the talent, the talent, the talent, like singing. The dancing, all that is like, wait, this sometimes looks like an eighth grade end of the year show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but I mean, I know they are very talented. I, I, you can totally see that this is such a first time doing this because even, even the looks seems a lot more relaxed and chill now. Like the, the, the Snatch Game episode, she was more calm and like knowing and being more who was you know sure supreme? of what she's the looks supreme yeah. oh yeah okay even even the host is like like everything is rolling and everything is like going better but at the beginning i was very wait what is this like mm-hmm. the, the episode two with the two doing the group the girl group um dancing and singing i was not very impressed i was like what the fuck is this yeah yeah so the, my but, first question my first question to you is just overall for the even including season episode one we i know we did episode one but including episode one till to now ep- the episode four snatch game so far we're halfway through we're at the halfway point what is your hot take mm-hmm. so far what is your overall you know what well why don't we change it i know this is on this fly there's no one's expecting you know answers right away from this but what are the two things you like about the season so far and the one thing you didn't um with all the drug race franchise multiple series that we have i think this one is refreshing in the yeah. sense that it feels it feels like it feels very regional mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's a cut up it's a cut from rupaul's drag race trying mm-hmm. to do the same and maybe yeah. it's because of the language yeah Maybe because I don't know. I don't know why. It, it just feels like it's more their own thing. You yes. know, I think we we touch on this the first time. They do their own songs. It's not the classic RuPaul song in English. It's they they do. Their, it's more tailored to the culture, which I think that makes it more refreshing mm-hmm. for sure. So I like that. I like the cast a lot. I think the queens are generally nice and good. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate when people say they are not that that polished because who are you to to tell a queen who's polished and who's not and what is polished in, in the drug world right? In yeah. But um, yeah, I I think I like that and and um, something that I don't like and I have mentioned this before is you can totally see that the 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 judges are biased and the judges are have favorites and you can totally see that and i don't like that i'm so bored of that yeah 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 well yeah it, i'm it, talking it, about poopy poison i'm talking about you poppy poison and and all the love that you're getting which i don't think is that amazing i mean it, super talented very very nice and funny but mm, it's a little too much because you, most of the time she looks like a dude in a wig which okay yeah. it's fine if you're more, that's what you're going for, but I don't think it is. Do you think it's because Supreme and her, she work together on something, so they're friends? They're probably friends outside of this. 
I actually, yeah, they are, they probably are, and I think uh, I actually think Supreme is the most objective of, of all. I oh, have really? problems with Los Javis. Oh, really? Los, every time she goes on stage, Los Javis are like, oh, my God, my God. yeah, super cool. I mean, I adore them; they are super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, are we going to talk about Inti? Because uh, oh yeah, we're going to talk about Inti. But let's let's it's related to. Re- Go ahead. It's kind of related to what I'm saying. Like I agree with Inti that um, oh, you do. So that she was getting always negative. I do. Yeah, I, I agree with her. Well, let's talk about bit. episode I mean, two first. Let's talk about episode two first. Let's talk about yeah. um. That let's one, do. Yeah, that one was the one where the runway theme was tribute to Levaneno, but they had a, a the main challenge. And actually, this might be one of my criticisms of the show. Uh, Snatch Game is a perfect example of this. Is there they're they're putting too many elements in one episode like i have never seen just to jump to season four but that happens with this episode too divas is a snatch game with an entire ball in one episode i mean you have the reading challenge the snatch game and an entire three look ball in one episode that is intense for an episode i mean that's it's a lot it's a lot even for the audience to take in and here in divas yeah you had um, a, a mini challenge where the pit crew had to they had to unscramble the words. Okay, then mm-hmm. you had a girl group challenge where they had to write lyrics to the song and then perform them in front of the judges. That's usually yeah, that was the main challenge. And then you had a whole tribute to La Veneno. Uh, so there was a lot mm-hmm. going on in this episode. But let's take it piece by piece first. The mini yeah. challenge we've seen before. I think, I think it's because of two things. They have to they have to put a lot of the you know n- well known challenges in the franchise. They had to fit them in only eight episodes because mm-hmm. you know the international versions is only eight episodes versus ten. Yeah, and also I think I think it, because it's an international show, they are going for an international viewership, like an, an international audience. So we don't have as many minutes of them talking while getting ready. We don't have as many minutes of them discussing things. It's a lot of stage time because obviously they won't be able to get attracted to it. People are not going to get shit of of um, very local, intimate conversations they can have because people are not going to relate. So I think they're going to big things that are very recognizable from the franchise try to fit them in six episodes. So that's my guess on why we have all these loaded you know, yeah. episodes. That's a really good point. So let's go to the mini challenge. They had to unscramble the letters. The pit crew uh, had different uh, letters, and then they had to unscramble them to make these words. What did do you remember? Do you remember that challenge? Do you remember what you thought about that challenge? Do you have any specific thoughts on that mini challenge? Poopy Poison won the whole thing. She gets the most number of words. Yeah. Um, again, a, a, a drag race um, staple. I just remember. Yeah, I remember the two groups, and I mean, I remember. I. I watched the, the the episode for this and i remember uh the two groups and i was it's not very impressed i didn't think it was like oh my god this is a band i i never buy the i never buy the music yeah um on the on the show um but i was like who's gonna buy this <laughs> um you know when they advertise that it's on itunes or whatever yeah yeah I wasn't very impressed with this, with the lyrics or with the choreography. I thought it was more like a show, like a fun show that you would watch at a bar and it's fun to watch, you know? Well, yeah, and that's not, usually not like they make a for. proper band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually yeah. they make it for. Yeah, so you're talking about the main challenge where they had to write lyrics to a song, perform it in front of the judges. Were there any performances that stood out to you? Were there anything that. Wait. So what were you talking about? Did I misunderstand understood the question? I was talking about the mini challenge. It's okay. But I was talking about the mini challenge. It's a casual conversation about the mini challenge with the pit crew and they had to put the words in a certain order, the letters in a certain order. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, they were all hot. We were, we were just talking about them before yeah. recording this. They are, yeah. they are gorgeous. They, they, have they are gorgeous. They are a lot. <laughs> yeah. I can't even choose between them. Yeah, ever and and they're also what I like about them is sometimes they get these other pit crew guys on like the American one, and they do this weird like I don't know why I'm here. These guys are game. Every time they're, they're laughing, they're getting it, and they're a good job picking yeah. it. Uh, okay, so they're they fun. They're having fun. Yeah, so they had a, a tribute to La Veneno. Before we do that though, I want to because I'm going to ask you these mm-hmm. kinds of things, especially about the guest judges. They had one named Paca La Piñana. No, Piranha. Piranha. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, reading off here. Mm-hmm. Paca La Piranha. Do you know who she is? What her story is? Yeah. 
Of course, she is Veneno's best friend in real life. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. She, right. She the show Veneno, which uh, for the American audience, you probably know Veneno through the HBO Max show called mm-hmm. Veneno, which is by the same guys who are the judges, Los Javis, who are the judges on RuPaul's on Broadway's podcast. They are the creators, directors of um, the show Veneno, which is based on a real person who became this LGBTQ activist, almost as accidental. Um, she was this amazing trans woman who was a prostitute and she appeared in a, in a, um, um, late night show very popular in the nineties. And the following day, I remember it was just, if you watch the show, it was just like that. Like you would, we would go to school and everybody was talking about it and it was like, who's this amazing. So all the queer kids were obsessed with her. And the country was divided into hating her because she was a trans prostitute on TV. And the other half of the country was like, oh, my God, she's fucking amazing. So they created this fierce, amazing figure of this woman that um, everybody would want to have her on their TV shows. And she became this activist. and She had a very interesting but tragic life. So um, they did this show about her. The show is truly amazing. You can watch mm-hmm. it on HBO Max. And she had a companion, a best friend called Paca La Piranha. Um, and she was cast as herself on the show. Oh, interesting. And she was invited as a guest. She was invited as a guest oh. on Drag Race España because the episode for, was about La Piranha. By the way, I went to Rocco's the other day here in West Hollywood yeah. to have dinner with some friends and catch up. And one of the queens was dressed as a banana and I took some pictures with her. It was amazing. Oh, that's cute. She did a great job. Very good. <laughs> um, now, the, uh, for the winner for that challenge was uh, Carmen Farala. Do you agree, do you, when you remember, do you agree with that decision of her being the winner of that challenge? Oh, God, I do. She was just like her, the face. She was putting the lip exactly the same uh, smirk that Benino would do. She was fantastic. And also, I love that she didn't do like a literal thing. She didn't yeah. just wear one of the outfits that Benino would wear. She completely took an idea and created this whole thing with the with the, the snake. I mean, it was just amazing. I did agree with Carmen. All right, very good. Now, the bottom two were Arancha Castilla, La Mancha, and Drag Vulcano. Uh, do you agree with mm-hmm. those two being the worst? I thought they were like, the more like uh, doing like I can I could do that myself. I yeah. mean that is not true. I could never do that. But yeah. um, it, it felt the, the, the less put together. I can agree on 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 that for sure. Yeah, I kind of wish that that is the episode. Who who left? Drag Bucano did that. That's Drag Bucano left Drag on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I would have seen more of Drag Bucano. Just not just because he's gorgeous, mm-hmm. but also because um, I thought he had a lot to show. It's but but you know what happened with these shows? Like you get to you always want more of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I like them all so much that I I wish they had to go. But well, it seems like the queens. Sorry, no, no, no. It's it feels like the queens in a weird kind of way agree with you, but also were relieved that she went because she was seen as so much of a threat. The next episode. And let's slide right into that called Mocatriz. The next episode, yeah. uh, they were saying that they were saying like, well, thank God she's gone. Cause that's one, you know, she was a big threat. Cause I think they were talking <laughs> about the, the two biggest threats were gone. Drag Vulcano and, uh, the Macarena were gone. And those were seen. As yeah. I know they were so strong. I was, I was so rooting for these two. So I was very, very, um, surprised when, when she left. Yeah. Uh, so episode three called Mocatriz. What does that literally translate mm-hmm. into Mocatriz? Well, you have to take into account that this is a, a, a made phrase, but the guy who's the guest, who's yeah. an actor, he's a huge act comedy actor in Spain. He was in one of the Almodovar movies, okay. the one about the plane. Um, Carlos Areces. Pasajeros, his name? Carlos Areces. He, he's a great comedian and he came up with this parody song called Mocatriz, which is if you put together modelo, model, mm-hmm. cantante, singer, 
an actress actress oh. if you put together the first couple of letters of those two it's basically it's making fun of this type of celebrity that who does who wants to do everything mm-hmm. yeah i'm a model a host and I'm whatever so they it, it, he put together the, the word mocatrice which means that type of celebrity you know mm-hmm. oh that's very... so that's what the challenge was about and they had they had to chat i think they had to ch- uh, to sing a little bit about mocatrice yeah which is so funny because then they didn't use any of the songs for the judgy they just had him sing on a on a treadmill mm-hmm. it was just like one of those like let's put drag queen oh, on yeah. a treadmill and have him sing which what did you think <laughs> what did you think about them using cha-cha bitch i have a thought on that one but they used cha-cha bitch for the song and um well i guess they had do you think it's because they were just they just needed an upbeat song that has to be inside the RuPaul's universe of and maybe they, that's the that's why they use that one? It could be, but there's a part of me that I mean I I don't know how much the American side is involved. You see some uh, American style names in the production thing because I was like, do I could see World of Wonder being like this, and the producers were like, well, they're in Spain and this is Cha Cha Bitch, so they must. Like this, because I feel like they've done that before on other shows. Absolutely. And so you're like, <laughs> but then this is Spain, so I don't know. Maybe they are. This is the closest thing. I don't know. I, that was a very bizarre song. Because I'm, I'm sure there's some of that too. Because there's not a lot of singing in Cha Cha Bitch. No, there's not. So if you're but gonna... it's, I think it's the most upbeat. Maybe that is not you know the electronic that Ripple does. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, but uh, it's a very weird choice for the song. So the mini challenge, by the way, was they had to have get in a quick drag and play football, um, or as we call here, soccer. And Killer Queen was the winner of that challenge. She got to put everybody in the pairs for the magazine. There really isn't much to say. I don't even know why Killer Queen won. I feel like just sort of they just made her the winner. I couldn't even tell really why she won. Right. I don't know either. Yeah. They were all horrible. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, they, you're right. They had, so they paired up, and they had choices yes. to be like uh, a granny. It was all like mm-hmm. either grandmothers and then just sluts because it was a grand. It was a pair of grandmothers. Then there was actual prostitutes, I think. Then trashy mm-hmm. girls, yeah. and then there was one more, but it was similar. Yeah, I. Let me tell you right now. It was Abuela, Glamorosa, which is like glamour. Oh, yeah. Then Chunga, which is how you translate the uh, um, trash girls. And then Pilingi, which is like prostitute. Yeah. Uh, no, like like a slutty. Oh, okay. Um, the subtitle said prostitutes. Yeah. It, well, in Spanish, it translates the same way. Okay. So we have the same word for, for both. Like if I, like if, if it's my friends and I want to be friendly, I can use the word, but it's also okay. the profession. Okay, I get it. So, uh, all right. So then that one. Now I have a lot of questions. So I, about, yeah, let's ahead. talk about let's talk about about the looks here. Yeah. Um, Supreme the looks. Yes. The only feedback that she was really giving is like, yeah, be more slutty, be more yeah. slutty all the time, be, be more slutty, and everybody. Was, and I remember everybody, no matter the magazine, everybody yeah. was just like moaning, moaning, and being like, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, <laughs> it doesn't really matter what type of, of magazine they have to do it was basically yeah a bit more you know yeah hot, slatty fun which it's you well, know fun to watch for sure every every sketch ended with them making out with each other <laughs> yes like the grandma sketch they landed up making out with each other the, the prostitute yeah. the, the one where the girl was doing phone sex with her dad it went to a weird place with, and then the yeah. mom came in and they started having sex with the dad and like um it was, it was very, it was surreal. It was surreal, but I have to say I had fun watching, but it was truly surreal. I like the grandmas, um, Killer Queen and, and Anancha. I also like that um, this is a very Killer Queen personality. She, I, I feel like she's very like that, and she gave everybody what she thought everybody would yeah. be comfortable doing, mm-hmm. which I think is very nice. I don't think she was looking for, you know, drama and no. I'm going to give you something you're going to hate. She was like, let's just have some fun. And she gave everybody what people, what he thought people would be comfortable with, and I think it translates because the grandmas. It was her and Arancha, which is obviously very comedy loaded and physical comedy and very stupid. And then Glamour was mm-hmm. Carmen and Dovima, which I can see them being like you know body and sexy. I don't know. I thought I thought it was it was a nice challenge, and it was good to showcase all their sets. So my question is this. One of the things I noticed that was very kind of strange was that um, when they were choosing the teams, 
it not everybody, but a fair number of the girls really wanted the grandma category, which I feel like in the American one, that would be like the worst one that you gave somebody. But here they all wanted the grandma. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I have the feeling that a lot of them consider themselves comedy queens. Like, um, if you just leave out Sagittaria and Carmen, even though Carmen, I think she wants to go the quirky way sometimes, all of them pretty much could do, or, or I think they would be comfortable, you know, being that queen that shows up at the club, mm-hmm. being fun and silly and stupid and, and yeah. creating, you know. Mm-hmm comedy so that's why i think the abuela one will be more of just dressing up you can be physical you can be stupid you can you know you have to change your voice so i think they wanted that because it's easier for them to just you know be fun uh but you're right i think i think i think the the american version would go for something completely different Mm -hmm. and i wonder if it's a cultural thing where Maybe it's more established that if you're a drug queen, you're a drug queen because you want to make people laugh. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so let's let's so we're gonna go through this. So they, now let's talk about the magazines. I didn't see any sense of connection to a magazine here. Was is it was this something that was indicative of just a Spanish magazine, or they were just being silly? I think they were just being silly. Yeah. The only one that I could that I could establish a relationship is with a real one called Ola, uh-huh. which is a like a gossip. It's a gossip, but a high high end uh-huh. type of magazine. Yeah, and that would be the glamorous one, which is what Carmen and Dobima did. The one, the other ones, I think is just for pure comedy. I don't think there's there's no intention of having real magazine representation there. Okay, all right, very good. So, uh, so let's talk now. Let's actually get into it with. Uh, so what happens is on this episode they had a runway theme of my roots, and they were supposed to sort of like show mm-hmm. off their hometown or the area of where they grew up. Yeah. Um, did yeah. You, did you, so? Let, I'm gonna go through them the list because I want to ask some questions here. So you have here. Poopy Poison, and she has... I'm, I'm looking at it right now. She has... She said that there was a windmill somewhere, but I could never find the windmill. And then there was a bear on a strawberry tree. I think... Wait. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. The windmills, I think it was the earrings, right? Oh, okay. Okay. I was looking... I think I was looking on the dress. I think you're right. I think they are on the earrings. I think it's because either mom... It's they are. mom or dad are from La Mancha, which is ironically the name that Arantxa has, Castilla yeah. La Mancha, and yeah. that is they are known to have the windmills and if you're familiar with Don Quixote, which yeah. you don't have to <laughs> they feature the windmills a lot, so that's why she was wearing the earrings. Now the bear is because you know, the, the just like the California flag with the mm-hmm. bear, yeah. the, Madrid, the Madrid symbol the Madrid symbol is a bear and that type of tree, oh. which by the way, I don't think it's a cherry. I don't think it's a cherry tree. It's called Madroño, which is the reason why Madrid is called Madrid. It's, oh. it's that type of fruit that is not cherry, but I don't know why they, they translate it that yeah, way. Yeah, they translate it that way, yeah. Maybe there is not actual translation. So she was basically, because she's from Madrid, she was just doing the Oso y el Madroño, which is the symbol of the capital. If you go to the central square in the city, there's a, there's a statue of a bear and a um, oh. and a tree, which is kind of cute for the gays to call it the bear city, because <laughs> yeah. it's the double, you yeah. know, the double game. Yeah. Those. That's why she was wearing that. Okay. Then we have Inti came out. And she's obviously, we're going to talk a lot about her in a little bit. And she came out, she's from Bolivia. Is that where she's from? She was born, born. I'm not sure if it's born, but she was raised in Madrid. Uh-huh. But her background is Bolivian. Yeah. So she was wearing that, yeah. And she Go was on. wearing worse, about, worse. Like, it's like a devil outfit that they use to scare off the... Um, the, yeah, I, it's I, a pre-Columbian, it's a pre-Columbian dress, regional dress from from Bolivia, which means yeah, taking away and and uh, to, ex- to for the, and for the colonials, for the colonials. Jesus, I cannot. Speak. I was thinking in Spanish and saying it in English. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, so she was. It was it was so amazing. I love yeah. every single detail of it. The makeup, everything was so gorgeous. Yeah, I'm looking at I it right now. Agree. You're right. There's so there's probably options with the boots with the shoes that you could do to play with that maybe would have looked better. But I don't think it was a bad boot. It was just too much of a large boot mm-hmm. in it. But I thought la capa, the how do you call it the the cape cape. Mm-hmm. Um, 
gorgeous. The yeah. headpiece was gorgeous. I thought the whole symbolism of everything. She did some photographs for her Instagram after, and she posted something like, don't discover me, obviously alluding to the fact that, you know, there's no need to colonize or discover because there's nothing to be discovered. There were people living there, which is, you know, yeah. what the whole thing with what she was always saying from the very beginning with indigenous, which was her, her brand. Yeah, and, and I thought the outfit was, the outfit was brilliant. Um, perfect. All right, next we have Arancha. Uh, Arancha, am I saying that right? Castilla La Mancha. Oh my god, Arancha, Castilla La Mancha. Yeah, and yeah. then she came out first. She came up with like a big Manchego cheese like thing in front of Which her. Which is because her name, because her name, because her name is Arancha Castilla to play with what is famous for La Mancha, which is the Manchego cheese. Yeah, but then she was like, wait a minute, I am. Not actually from La Mancha, I'm from Extremadura, which is a different one. So that's why she did the revealing, taking off the the cheese, and she was actually doing Extremadura, which is a, a different uh, a different province. And from the picture I'm looking at right now, I can't really tell what's indicative of that region from this picture right here. I have a better picture oh, of the cheese one, but I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, and then we, what did you think of that look? Do you remember? Let me do a very quick okay. Look. Um, well, you do that, you know, I'm going to say, cause you know, there's no spoilers here. If you're listening to this, uh, and you're going to be spoiled, I'm going to tell you, you're in for a big, big surprise, but she gets eliminated the next episode while you look this up. And I was actually just a spoiler alert here, kind of sad to see her go. I think she went home too soon. It seems, that seems to be the theme is people are going home too soon. Uh, yeah, I also agree. I was very in love with her. My husband loves Arantxa Castilla-La Mancha too. Mm-hmm. Um, Going back to her outfit, I yeah. see now that she was just wearing like a band, like she was Miss, like Miss, like some other, like she was the Miss, yeah, you know, the pageant, yeah, like the it sash. A, doesn't scream, it doesn't scream Extremadura. I wouldn't identify this as a Spaniard, I wouldn't be like, oh, this is Extremadura for sure. No, this, mm-hmm. I don't think that makes any sense. Maybe that's the reason why it happened. Yeah. Oh no, it was indie that day, yeah, um, yeah, so. It's just she's. I think she's, she's such a nice queen. Of like you can you can truly see how she is always talking to the rest of the girls, and mm-hmm. she's fun. She's she seems very authentic to me. So maybe that's why people are upset that she left. Okay, Ugasio Crujiente. What is? Tell me about her okay. outfit. What is? What are we learning there? Oh, give me one second because I lost Ugasio. Uh, I'm looking at the other ones too, and uh, it's uh, they're all what is what is Ugatio wearing? It looks like it's gold, and uh, maybe, oh, maybe it has like Picasso type drawings on it. I'm trying to figure it out. It looks like there might I, where, where's Picasso from? Picasso's Malaga, which is in the south, because there seems to be like I don't know, I'm trying to figure out this. I can find her, and I totally forgot what she's wearing. What she was Hold wearing. Hold on, let me see if I can send it to you. I might, I might be able to send it to you. Hold on for a second. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I see it here. Um. Yeah, no, it's it's very what she is, which is very, you know, super creative, super mm-hmm. abstract. Um, I don't think it's very. I don't think she did it like on the nose, mm-hmm. like for example, the queso manchego or poopy poison with the bear and the tree. I don't mm-hmm. think it's on the nose. It's, it's her interpretation of what her community will be. Okay. Dovima Nurmi, she looks like she's wearing like metal, uh, like a mm-hmm. hood, and it seems to be almost like a knight inspired um, outfit. What it's we- very medieval, very medieval, very knight. Um, it's it's a, it's a traditional Catalonia um, story with the flowers. She was also having it's it's, it's basically the story of Saint Jordi, which is mm-hmm. huge in Catalonia, and it was a warrior, and it's also associated to to reading. So there's a very famous festivity with with books where people would, which I think is a very nice tradition, super beautiful tradition, where they give you a rose mm-hmm. and a book oh. as a gift. El Dia de San Jordi. It's beautiful. I like that. So that's why she's, because she's she's from Barcelona, so she's wearing that. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was cute. It was a cute outfit and a cute idea, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look up. When is that? When is the... Um, I'm going to say something spring, 
para empezar una buena es San Jordi. Let me see. It is, oh, April 23rd this year. April, Saturday, April 23rd this year. Um, I like that. I'm gonna, I want to pick up that tradition. Next year, I'll put a reminder. Okay, the next one we have is Carmen Farala. She was some sort of cat or leopard or something. I don't know. It was some sort of like cat mm-hmm. outfit. What was that from? Yeah, she was she was honoring the animal, an animal that is um, it's in danger of being extinguished. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? No, no. no um, like in danger ex- of extinction. Um, extinction, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's the lynx. It's a Iberian lynx, which mm-hmm. is very typical from her region, which is in the south. And um, it's kind of like a white cat, but it has more like hairy ears. It's super cute, and and I thought the outfit was amazing. So she's honoring. She's kind of like rendering tradition to um, or honoring this this animal there because it's, it's kind of like very like it's it's the mascot in most of the high schools in the region. It's, oh, it's always in the cover of. It's always in the covers of the science books. I mean, mm-hmm. this is when I was a kid. Now maybe it's different, but it, it's like your animal that is very specific from your area. Mm-hmm. So that's what she did. I thought she was. She looked amazing. I thought yeah. the makeup was amazing. Yeah, and the outfit was really cute. All right, next we have Sagittaria, and she's like some sort of like spilled caramel, or what, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Oh my god, she's getting so much shit for this, which I think is kind of cute. It's because she's also from the region of California. Uh, California, Jesus. It's also from Catalonia. They have a very famous dessert. It's basically a creme brulee. Okay. But it's a, a little bit different. And they burn the top part. So you have to, it's like a, it gets like a yeah. crusty surface. Uh, it's called Crema Catalana. And that's, that's basically, she was dressed as a Crema Catalana. Oh. Which I think it's, it's really genius. It's fun. You get it if you're from there. So I, I totally see how people are like, what the fuck is she wearing? Mm-hmm. But if you think about the story, it's like, oh my God, you're so adorable. It's like if somebody here would be like wearing some fucking fruit or some dessert like, here. Like, I don't know. In and out. They dress as in and out or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so Killer Queen is the last one here. And she's some sort of animal too. I can't really tell what that is. She was a mess too. Yeah. Uh, that dress that was all over the place. And I think I agree with my looking. It's, it's not a bad outfit. It's just thing. There's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um. It was very well put together. I just thought it was too much. There was like rainbow too in the in the back. There was like a train. I mean, it was just too much. Uh, and I adore her, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't think the outfit was the most adequate. All right. So here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Yeah. So we're gonna talk right now about very soon. The bottom two were Dovima, Nermi, and Inti. And, um, but there's a lot to unpack with Inti. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come okay. back, when we come back, uh, we will uh, get into, uh, Inti and then we'll also talk about the Snatch Game. We'll be back right after this. the regular outros and stuff like that that's, uh, <laughs> that's what you have for today uh okay so inti and dovima nurmi inti. were in the bottom two and then when they went backstage to do untucked instead of doing untucked and doing everything there traditionally inti started to remove her clothing remove her makeup and was just fuck this i'm out i'm not doing this i'm not lip syncing i'm quitting the show I, you said you have a lot of thoughts on this, and actually, with little I know, I'm a little surprised. Uh, tell me your thoughts here, Raul. I mean, I, it's not that I have a lot of thoughts. It's that I actually think she might be some kind of right. Like, I, I understand you sign up for a show. They're going to give you criticism. They're going to talk about what you're wearing and what you do and how you, be, how you perform. Um, I just thought it was like three weeks of non-sensical critiques. Like, there's a lot of times that it's like, yeah, it's, I don't know, like, they, they she was saved or not in the bottom, but there was never a, a criticism that was constructive for her. Um, I do feel like there were, there were other contestants with weakest outfits, yeah. for sure. 
uh, Arancha being one of them. Yeah. Um, Killer Queen. Poopy being one of them. I mean, Poopy was fine, but it's uh, the, my problem with Poopy is that I never see her like. I think she's just comedy, and she's a great performer. But but the looks. I mean, if you're gonna talk about looks, which I'm nobody to talk about, but mm-hmm. if they are going to talk about looks, I mean, in the judges, they should focus also on her. Remember when she came up with, um, like a mop or mopping thing? Oh yeah, in other uh-huh. episodes. And they never tell anything. And she's so funny. But well, yeah. But also, look what she's giving to the runway. And, yeah. and I don't think Inti. I don't think Inti was that bad any of the times. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in in that sense, I totally agree with her. I genuinely think they liked the the outfit. I just don't understand why she had to be the one singing that day. And I mean, I I don't know if she should have stayed and do this. I, I probably. If I if it was me, I would I would stay and do the singing uh, before quitting and and getting a rejection. Mm-hmm. But um, but I can see why she's like fuck this. This yeah. is the same issue all over. So. Yeah, I, I guess I have a question what? for you. Uh, culturally, in Spain, do they are there a lot of indigenous people that live in Spain? Could this be something where they just don't they're not culturally used to used to this, or they don't know how to process someone like Inti? As a personality or, or, the, or the looks? Just the, just the indigenous culture and bringing that to a look or a personality. No, there's probably not as uh, as much. There's probably not, not, not much. They're probably, they, the judges are not in contact with indigenous as much as... Yeah, so it could be that they're just, they just sure. don't know what this is. And so... Am I... they, it probably, probably, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're they are used to see, you know classic representation of it but it's but still it's it's they probably don't know well because i'll be honest with you i I don't even think american drag race would know what to do with someone like that the closest they got was valentina that's just the closest she didn't do anything like this but the closest they got was valentina and there were certain certain times where they didn't get valentina unless she was dressed like a mariachi or something you know so right uh, right so like there was that one where she dressed like um What's her name? That famous Mexican actress, and she literally copied one of her outfits. Oh, she did. She did, Sel- she did yes. Selena too, right? Yeah, uh, and they and they she didn't did get Selena. it. They didn't get what she was doing. It didn't go against her, but no. they didn't understand what she was doing. No. So uh, I wonder if it's the yeah. same thing here, where they just don't they don't know how to process this. They only know one type of drag. Maybe and that's why they like Poopy yeah. Poison is that she does the drag that they understand. But my question is, like, visually, what do you need to understand from that? Like, visually, it's stunning. Like, you don't need to know the, the entire, You okay, you're, you're dumb, but you don't know your history, and you don't know the whole mm-hmm. iconography behind the outfit. Yeah. Okay, but that is not a reason, that is not a reason to trash it. Just, I don't know, judge what, whomever is not, you know, being... I don't know, on top of the shit. Or yeah, I don't who know. is bringing a, a disaster of, a, of an outfit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That part I don't understand. Yeah, it's one of these things. I'm going to give you a very, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a very weird and broad example. Remember season three with Raja? Mm-hmm. Raja, when uh, she, she, one of the challenges she came out uh, as a very African yes. warrior, mm-hmm. princess type of like, also, uh, Native American outfit mm-hmm. in another runway. Yeah, they they were never they she never got shit for that. She never was questioned about the background or the culture of it. They just wondered, is she amazing looking? Yes. Yeah. Is she understanding the assignment? Yes. Did she do it? Yes. It's not about understanding the culture or not, because that you know that's if if they don't understand indigenous people i think it's a reason to you know put her in the bottom yeah it's one of these things though it's funny that you say that because when i look at raja now or there's also things with manila in that season where you're like and actually shangela's talking about it even back then where like i actually wish they would have asked about it i think the show is very different 10 years later and i feel like in season if, if someone were to wear that now they'd be like whoa hold on what's going on here and they'd have to have a lot of sp- explaining to do. Uh, all right. Well, then, so Inti quits. And so they have Dovima uh, lip sync. and But they tell her it's not, yeah. there's no stakes. 
<laughs> you know, you're just lip syncing to lip syncing. Right. It was like you're gonna you're gonna stay, so go yeah. put on a show. Yeah, put on a show, and uh, <laughs> it was, uh, and the song was Mocatriz. Now they have here. I'm, I'm it is. Ojete calor, is that a character that Carlos Areces does, or? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the name of, is it the name of, yeah, it's it's basically his band. Is is him and his friends put together oh. this band to record that song, Mocatriz. Okay. And they were called Ojete calor. All right, very good. All right. Ojete, well... by the way, is a very, it's a very vulgar way of saying Paul. As in how? It's a lit asshole, like a literal oh, yeah. asshole. Oh, oh, asshole! Oh, it's so funny. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So the next episode is Snatch Game. We have guests. We got, you're going to have a lot of talking to do here because there's a lot going on. The first, yeah. let's talk about the guest judge, Bad Gial. Am I saying her name wrong? Who is she? I have no fucking idea because I left. Ten okay. years ago, so she's a child. So yeah, I don't know yeah, she is singers. But then, when I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything until the end. But when we heard her music at the end in the lip sync, I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> it was just a bad person singing with autotune. It was so weird. I yeah. don't understand that music. Is that what the kids are now? I was. So I guess, and then, and then she gave a whole speech at the beginning, like they were going to sing. I will survive or something like that. I don't know. She gave this huge speech. Yeah. Leave it on the dance. Floor. I mean, kudos to her. I just, I just, I'm just too old for that type of music, but yeah. kudos to her. And I'm sure mm-hmm. she's adorable and amazing. I just didn't understand personally. That doesn't mean that she's bad or good. I just mm-hmm. didn't get it. But uh, yeah, so she must be a singer from there. I have no idea. And then the two, oh, go ahead. Do you want to go on with questions or should we just go? I was just going to talk about it on Snatch Game. Well, I was going to talk about the reading challenge. I was going to talk about the reading challenge first. Let's talk about the reading challenge. So, like, okay, okay, that's why I want to get to. So, tell me about this. Is this something that was lost in translation? Is this. uh, No, no, no. Nothing was landing. Nothing was landing because these girls don't know how to. So, it wasn't. It was just not funny to me. And I thought, Ubi might be because she writes songs. I thought, she's going to be funny, probably. Not even. I was not. I was just not laughing. I was like, yeah. "This is so ridiculous." Yeah, I was like, "I don't know." If there's like, yeah. I know, I know, in one of them with the uh, Hannah Montana, uh, Hannah uh, Marana, they sort of they uh, rhyme. So I was like, "Okay, well, you're not getting the rhyme, right?" Then, but um, uh, right, 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 right. But I don't know if, it, if the jokes were just weren't. Like, but no, it, no, it's not. It, there's no way to translate that because they, they were not that funny. At least. To me, they were not funny. Okay. So now let's go to the Snatch Game. Where when, And I'm going to say something, by the way. Before I say anything, before you say anything. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't know any of these characters. I don't like it when they're like, well, we're going to play for the American audience. They did not give a shit. These were all Spanish celebrities. Did you know who all of, they, all of them were? I knew everything but Carmen Farlas because he's from a reality show that okay. it was like re- more recent, okay. some type of Big Brother or dating show that I haven't watched. Mm-hmm. I know the type type of girl is. Do you remember the first in the ball? Do you remember the first type of like the first category, yeah. mm-hmm. which they call it they call it Choni. Yeah, that, that that girl is that type of girl. That is oh. what I could get from you know. The, the performance of, of the quick Google search that I did to just try to explain my husband who the fuck was that, but yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't know her. Right, well, let's first talk about the first contestants. The first one they said was an LGBTQ icon named Samantha Hudson. What do we know about her? It's just there's two. It's just two drag queens. They are. They have been going on forever in in there, and mm-hmm. they are just doing very drag queeny things and. Uh, they have their songs and they go on tour. The discos available where they call them, and, uh-huh. and it's just fun to watch. I have, I have, I, I Samantha is, is younger, so I didn't know as much. But uh-huh. uh, um, Kika has been around forever. Okay, she's like a, a lady bunny. By the way, her name Kika Kika Lorace is a game of words. Obviously, it's a word game because that's how you say it's too hot. Like oh. que calor hace, oh. que, que, que calor hace is like what it's hot. Yeah. But if you put together as as a Kika, you are putting together que calor. So Kika Lora, 
that's that's just the game. <laughs> Now you know, but I'm glad you told me that. It's a very funny name. Uh, okay, so you don't know the first one, Dakota. Uh, you don't know her, Dakota. Okay, but the next one, I don't know Dakota. Okay, but the next one, I think it's Poopy yeah. Poison is Karina. Karina. Okay, I'm gonna. She's a singer you. from the sixties. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I didn't know who any of these people were. I didn't get any of the jokes. She was my favorite. Like I, I was shocked. She was so. I am going to tell you that the voice, it, it was just exactly the same voice as Karina. Oh, really? Karina is a singer from the 60s. She went to Eurovision. Was, did she go to Eurovision? Maybe not. But um, it's she has been around forever. And, and the way she, spe- she speaks that way, like, <laughs> it was that, it's that way of speaking. So she was truly amazing. It was making me laugh. <laughs> it was Every, a very good yeah, even just hearing the voice, I was like, it was so funny of her just in the background talking. Yeah. Okay, so that was Poopy. I knew that. Yeah. And then Carmen was Dakota. And then Ugasio was the Mona Lisa, um, La, which La she looked yeah. funny. Um, I but- mean, it's so cute to watch because he's so visual and he's right. He, it's so cute to watch. But it's true that if you don't create your own character, making a, a, a I don't know, she could have gone with a super exaggerated Italian crazy woman. Yeah. She could have gone with someone who is like an art collector. I don't know. But you have to create a character. Otherwise, people are going to be bored after mm-hmm. two seconds because mm-hmm. it's like a fucking painting. We mm-hmm. haven't, we haven't, we don't know how that person thinks or talks. So you better create it, you know? All right. And yeah. so she felt, she felt a little weak or a little short. Just because of that. Yeah. But she looked fucking amazing. Didn't you love she did. what she did with the face? It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I'm actually looking at it right now. Even the, It's even better in a photograph. Okay. I don't know who... I, I think this was the one that was a duchess, but Cayetana is what they have written on the card. What is mm-hmm. that? Who is she? Mm-hmm. She is... Actually, she has more titles than the Queen of England. Oh, really? She is just an... Arist- she's an aristocrat with a lot of money, a lot of lands... And she comes from obviously all money, and she's she's a noble. She has she's a duchess, and she's very famous. She was in all the magazines, and she would speak very like this. And she was talking with this voice all the time, so it was very easy to make fun of her in every show and every costume party that you would go. You would always see four or five of her. Oh, really? Okay. And, and but they have her like falling asleep, and she must be really old now. I take it. Yeah, well, because towards the end, towards the end, she was—I don't know what, how old she was when she passed away, but 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 she has been old. I remember, I always remember her old. Like okay. I'm gonna be—I'm in my mid thirties, and I always remember her being old. So her representation is always that, you know. Oh, so she's passed away. She's not alive anymore. I think she passed away. I'm pretty sure because oh, fuck, when I left, she was already very old. So okay. I'm, I'm assuming she did. All right, next um, we... This is horrible. I should have, I should have researched this. No, 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 you don't need to do any woman, research. Yeah. No research. Okay. <laughs> Belen Esteban. What do we know about her? Belen Esteban. Oh, oh. my God. She is the, the celebrity. Like, everybody knows Belen Esteban for good or for bad. Like, everybody knows she's in the... We used to have a bullfighter. Uh-huh. Um, and then she Lady Boris, and then she became the... Is, uh, celebrity that would go to all the TV shows about gossip, the gossipy TV shows, obviously all the uh-huh. extras and all that shit and all the magazines talking about the family of the bullfighter. And then uh-huh. she made a career by herself talking about other people. So she was, uh, she was in guest on, on shows just commenting on, on stuff. So she's uh-huh. a celebrity herself and she's very loud. She's very, you know, they, they call her, you know how they call lady die, the Diana, the uh, princess of, what is her? How is oh, Wales, the wasn't she? Of? Yeah, but it's the it's la, la princesa del pueblo, the princess of the the people. Okay. I think it's the princess of the people. Mm-hmm. That's how they that's, that's how they call me. That's how they call me then. Oh, really? <laughs> because all because you know all ladies and everybody kind of like identified with her and her voice and complaining and you know so they call her the princess of that. But it's, it's obviously it's a funny way of you know calling her. But, but She's what, so funny. But what, what, what was the pagame? What was that? They only seem to know that line. What is that? I, 
I I think it's because some someone would owe her money and she would air it, so everybody would know about it. I, I don't know the specific reason why, but she would she would speak like that. She was the classic person that goes to a TV show and would talk t- directly to the camera and address whomever she has to address. Oh, okay. And then pe- people watch it and then they bring her back the following day because you know it's mm-hmm. people like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the next person who played Belen was that who played her. Arancha. Oh, Arancha. okay. Arancha then we have Isabel Diaz Ayuso. <laughs> the president of the community of Madrid. Okay. So she's a politician. All right. She's very um, uh, conservative. Uh, it's it's very. I was so surprised when I heard she, he, uh, Killer was going to do her because he's such a dry character with no humor. He did such a good job. Uh-huh. It was on point. If you see, if you see videos of Ayuso, uh-huh. it's true. He took the best part of it, like the little details at the end, like when I'm gonna close this, I'm gonna th- those little those little perils, yeah, and little Easter eggs are. It's it's what she did perfect. I really liked it. Okay, all right, very good. And then the last one, the one I'm most curious about, is oh my god, Ed Encarnita. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How can I describe this? It's it's such a weird type of of doing television too that it's not. I don't. I cannot think of a, of a similar TV show that you would have here. It's basically she would became famous for she would have like a little cave with candles and she would pray God and she's she's just out. She's just a celebrity because because of her eccentricities, and then a couple of com- a couple of cameras and different TV shows from different networks would go and cover the story, and then she would blow everywhere just because you see a segment of her talking about how she's going to light candles and pray for people. Okay. So um, that is basically it's just like a viral person, but but back when there was no viral, it would be viral because everybody would catch on whatever TV segment did this on TV, and she became famous just like that. But Sagittaria was so good. The outfit, the voice. If you could, re- if you search her, mm-hmm. I search her to show my husband who the, yeah. who the person was. And the first picture, the first picture is the blue sweater that she that Sagittaria is wearing. It's 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 kind of insane. I'm looking this up right now. It's just like that. It was so funny. Um, oh yeah, look at her. Oh my god, that's so funny. You're right, it's, it's that blue she's sweater. Not- She's not, just not. She's not funny for anything. It, it would be funny because they some some news cover it or TV show covers that, and then it goes kind of like semi-viral. And then people talk about it, and then they they invite her to other shows to do shit. It's truly what happened. She's dead too, right? But she's not like famous for anything. I don't know. Well, it says right she's, here in Spanish. This is my Spanish also. here. Muere a los uh, 91 años en carnita la mujer que. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think she's passed so away. She too. passed away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to read. That. I'm curious to read that because the headline looks like it's gonna say why she's famous. The, the mujer que the woman who. Oh, I I closed it. <laughs> I can't. Be... Okay, but it, it feels like I explain why this woman is famous. I cannot tell you. It's just because you know when viral people go goes viral. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, I'll pull it up again. Here we go. But it was so fantastic. La mujer so que enseñaba el baptisterio romano. Hold on. Yeah. And Crónicas, oh, okay, agree and close. Marcianas. Yeah, Crónicas yeah. Marcianas is a TV show in the 90s. And then El Baptisterio is this cave thing with candles that I'm telling you where she would be people to, to pray with her. So a lot of people, especially non-religious people, would make a lot of fun of her. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, <laughs> it, so it, weird. It is a very funny choice to make. They look like they made very funny choices. <laughs> So funny. I'm so glad that they did this because uh, I was just hoping that it was going to be something dual and like, meh. But I, th- I thought the choices were so funny. So someone in the chat room I will says... say, though... Okay, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I always got you. But no, no, you no. know how they always love to... Uh, you, they always love to, to pretend that two people are going to do the same one? Yeah. Because remember Dovima yeah. and the killer yeah. wanted to both to Cayetana... There's always there's always the same shit because I guess we like to watch how the, the tension between who chooses what. Yeah. Um, I would say that Killer would have done a ten thousand more better Cayetana 
than Dobiman. But I'm so happy that he ended up, or she ended up doing uh, Ayuso, the, the politician, because she was perfect. Yeah. And that's why she won. Yeah. Uh, no, I completely agree. I did. I was very amused. Though. I've never heard anyone say that where they were when when they were fighting. Someone said, "We'll all do her." <laughs> that was really funny. They all were doing the touches. <laughs> I know. Why don't we all do her? I thought that was very funny. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, that was funny. It's like imagine a snatch game with everybody the same card. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so somebody in the chat room said that uh, he was hoping that someone would do Alaska or La Terremoto. Who's La Teremoto? Uh-huh. La Teremoto is another actress, singer, um, also appeared in, uh, in an Almodovar movie. She's also very known in the Spanish nightlife. Uh, she's She could be described as, she perfectly, or might as well be described as a female drag queen. It's, okay. It's, she's truly like that because of the makeup and the drama, the, 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 the drama in the outfits. She's so funny. She, she sings and she creates her own songs. Um, but there's always a comedy touch on them. That would be mm-hmm. so funny. And then Alaska is the singer and actress who, you know, that the, the, they say at the end, but instead of, uh, can I, can I, can yeah. I get an amen? Yeah. You know, that line, yeah. that, song, that is from a song from Alaska who happens to be the guest next week. So the, the oh. guest uh, judge next week, she's Alaska. She's Mexican, but she, spent uh most of her life in Spain, in Spain and oh. she's fucking amazing and she's she's a true LGBT icon. All right, very good. Well, let's actually wrap this episode up here. So the the winner was Killer Queen. Uh disappointing. I think uh Poopy Poison thought she was going to pull it off. But uh it, the winner was Killer Queen. In the bottom two we had Aranza Castilla Mancha and Ugacio Crujiente, because they want me to really struggle saying these words. They went head-to-head in lip-sync battle for their lives to the song Pussy by Bad Gyal, which we know we know your feelings on that. Who did you think won that I mean, lip-sync? Uh, I kind of agree that um, Poopy was... I mean, sorry, Poopy. Ugo, Ugo was amazing. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like I can watch Ugo doing whatever... The- he wants to do and I'm gonna just sit down and watch with my popcorn and enjoy mm-hmm. it. It's that type of personality. Yeah. However, I will say Arancha I don't also kind of like drones me like that. Mm-hmm. She can be that personality. She's so nice. I would totally be hung out with these people. I would be friends with either of them. But uh I Lipsing was maybe more entertaining or more on the fun side with Hero. Yeah. But that is just my opinion. By the way. Well, look, hey, look. Also, can I say who ma- that person? That person that um, made the comment earlier about um, Alaska and La Terremoto. Mm-hmm. I want to say that I I agree. It will be so much fun to watch. By the way, whomever whomever said that, he's unimportant. All right. Well, <laughs> did you have any? Final- uh-huh. I was kidding. Do you have any final thoughts on these ep- this batch of episodes? What are you looking forward to in the next batch? Um, honestly, I don't know what they're going to do because I thought the ball was going to be towards yeah. the end. Yeah. I kind of knew that the snatch game was going to be mid-season. So I'm not sure. I am very happy that I'm going to be surprised and I hope it's for the better. I hope it's, it's a good thing that I'm surprised. So far, I'm liking it. I mean, I, I can see these queens forever and I think it's very refreshing that it's not as formulaic as other, show, as other shows in the franchise. So I'm, I'm happy with what I'm seeing. Right. I just wish they, they step it up. The, the creative part of it, they could, they could step it up. Like mm-hmm. the song and the sing. The, next week we have uh, an acting challenge. I mm-hmm. hope it's fun as fuck. All right. Ooh, I'm speaking so bad today. I'm no, sorry. No, you're fine. You're good. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Drag Race España. When we come back, uh, we will cover more episodes of this. And Raul will be our guide into all things Spanish and Spain and the episodes. Who had, And he had a great drag race opinion too so we'll, we'll see you next time uh are you excited for all-star six i am very excited are you gonna watch of course you are oh god i am yeah oh wait i have an i love raul in the chat room wow oh hi hi guys hi everybody i love you all uh puro orgullo what does that mean Put on you like pride, like like being proud. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Doofus Maximus, it loves you. 
<laughs> All right. Well, oh. Raul, we'll <laughs> see you guys. next time. Goodbye. And then I'm going to do the little outro here. And we will see you guys next time on a Drag Race España. Where are you? Adios, adios, adios. Yeah. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>